Hi everyone, and welcome to the ADSR Inspirations Podcast. My name is James Mallion. I'm your host as I introduce you to inspirational and artful souls from all over the world. I'm deeply interested in music, film, the arts, achieving goals, overcoming struggles, and big ideas. So join me as we uncover some life lessons and knowledge. We're based out of Tokyo, Japan, and we'll be speaking with people from all over the world, ranging from artists, musicians, creatives, leaders, big thinkers, and those who strive to do and be great. Thanks for listening along. Now let's get inspired. What's up, everybody? James here. We're back for another episode here in the late stages of season two on ADSR Inspirations. Today's episode is a fun one as I speak to a super talented musician living and working in Japan. And he also happens to play one of my favorite genres of jazz music. Our guest is Japanese jazz guitarist Mei Inoue and Mei Inoue is an amazing jazz guitarist with a ton of skill and actually received a scholarship at the prestigious Berklee School of Music near Boston, which as you'll find out in our chat, he actually dropped out of to continue to pursue his professional career. May is a true pro and has collaborated with a lot of legends in the jazz game, both here in Japan and internationally. He's played and sold out all the major venues here like Blue Note and Cotton Club, both solo as a sideman and with his own band, Stereo Champ. It was really a pleasure to get to hear his story and find out what makes him tick is one of the top jazz guitarists in the country. Okay. I'll stop going on. Let's get to it. Here's my chat with May Inoue. Thank you so much. Thank you, Davis. Thank you for having me. Cheers, cheers. Yeah. So can you can you tell us a bit of like your history with music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, were you listening to a lot? Was music a big thing uh, at your home growing up? Yeah. Yeah, I would say, yeah, my first, my very first musical experiments was like about when I was four or five years old. And my older brother uh, took a lesson, piano lesson in a town where I grew up. And then I also went there, that school, piano school, when I was five, I guess. And then I was totally not good students. Mm-hmm. I was like just, I was like very good friend with the piano teacher. He's, he was a really nice guy. And uh, yeah, our lesson was 30 minutes in a week, once in a week, 30 minutes. And um, every time in a lesson, yeah, I talked with him about 28, 29 minutes. And after that, after talking that, the the teacher just told me like, hey, man, you need to play piano. <laughs> I got a, I got a money from your parents. So yeah, now is the time to p- play piano. And one minute p- playing piano and that's it <laughs> every week. So yeah so that means like <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so so i'm not you know i i can't play piano so much now as well but yeah but that experience brought me yeah how i love music you know because japanese education for children for really kids uh, really sometimes strict mm. for yeah taking piano, piano lesson and taking something learning so so that's why I can you know I could fall in love music after that when I was teenager when I was 11 uh, I started to go drum school and then I 
Yeah, I took a lesson. I took drum lesson until 11 to 15, four years. So my experience is piano and drum and after that guitar when I was 15. Uh, by, uh, yeah, that time I played the drums and then I bought some DVD of Led Zeppelin's live and I saw the John Bonham playing the drums and then I was like, yeah, I don't know how to say that time I was like, I was thinking like, I can't play drums. I think more guitar is good to me. Uh, yeah, just I thought when I was 15, so I switched the guitar by drum, yeah. Because John Bonham is, has so much muscle, and then Jimmy Page is really thin guy, so <laughs> that's why I think, yeah. Right, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess like your initial influence was, like you mentioned, you know, Led Zeppelin and rock music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when you started, were you just trying to, were you just trying to like, copy that style or were you trying yeah, to yeah, play yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. this like classic rock style yeah yeah uh so yeah i think it's a between when i was 15 to 60 16 the one year i was so much getting into some 70s 60s rock music like led zeppelin and jimi hendrix and the queen Jeffbeck, the yes. Yeah, and then after that, yeah, 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 I went to a show, Michael Stern, with my dad, because my dad, at that time, I was so much into guitar. And then my father saw how I loved the guitar, and he took me to Bruno Tokyo to see Michael Stern. And then, yeah, that time, yeah, in 70s, 60s rock music, there is so much, there's so much guitar solo section in a live album, like 15, 20 minutes, Jimmy Page guitar solo. So that things really hit my heart. So when I was, when I, so Michael Stan's show at the Blue Notes, it's a jazz concert. So 80, 70, no, 80, 90% are improvised music. So, mm. so yeah, that's why, yeah. Like, like you know, if, if I play jazz, I can play solo forever. <laughs> like, so that's why I started to <laughs> interested in jazz. Yeah, now right, right. I really love the singer and, you know, singer-songwriting song and singers as well. But that time when I was 15, I was like, just music is a guitar. Music is a from guitar. Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, that's cool. So, um, so like in terms of like other jazz music at that time, mm -hmm. were you listening to um, some of the other like classic jazz music? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, from, yeah, like, yeah. You know, 60s? Uh, 50s, 60s, 70s, were you listening to other artists? Too? Yeah, so after attending high school, uh, yeah, I felt I fell in love for jazz. And then there is a, some rental CD store in Shibuya. It's called Staya. It's really famous rentals CD and a yeah. rental movie store. And then yeah, I went there almost like every day after the school. So I found lots of, yeah, jazz, lots of traditional jazz album in Staya, in Shibuya. And then, yeah, that was like, yeah, of course, Wes Montgomery, Grant Green, uh, yeah, Miles Davis and John Coltrane. Yeah, Thelonious Monk. Yeah, so 
yeah, I got a chance to hear the legends from Tsutaya, Shibuya. <laughs> so I, I had a big thanks for them. Yeah, still in there in Shibuya. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the very first hero, the jazz guitar player is Pat Martino. And yeah, when I was 16, yeah, I found an album of Pat Martino. Uh, it's called Life uh, from 72. And, and uh, there, the, yeah, the, the album, The Life, has three tracks. And then third track was Sunny by Bobby Hale cover by Pat Martino. And um, yeah, I transcribed his old solo on it. So that was really very beginning point of my, you know, jazz journey. <laughs> yeah, Pat Martino is key to me. Mm, mm. Right, right, right. Yeah. So like, at this time too, were you mainly playing solo or like were you uh, collaborating with um, like uh, classmates or other people or were you just kind of focusing on your own playing? Yeah, so when I was high school students, I had no music friends. So I always, yeah, I, yeah the thing, I always thought when I was a high school student, so how do I go back to <laughs> my home so quickly after the class? You know what I mean? So the class was always finished by 3, 3 p.m. And I always run right after yeah. the class and then go back home and then practice, practice, practice by myself. So all my three years of my high school memory, uh, almost like the practicing. And then after that, when I was third grade of high school, like when I was 18, uh, I went to I went to some jam sessions in Tokyo and uh, the biggest one was intro. In intro is like name of the club in Takara no Baba. In, yeah. And um, there is still in Takara no Baba. And um, intro has uh, four jam sessions in a week at that time. And um, especially uh, on Saturday, uh, jam goes 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. all night, tw 12 hours jamming. And um, after the midnight, lots of professional musicians uh, coming from their gigs. And um, yeah, so my favorite time was intro Saturday midnight, like 12 to 5 a.m. It was super hot. I think now it's also hot. And lots of young cats coming. And uh, yeah, that was my really fast exp experiments <laughs> to play with others, not, not like practicing at home, playing with others. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge lesson to me always. Yeah. And then, yeah, at the intro, uh, I saw a guy, I saw a trumpet player. Uh, his name is Keisuke Nakamura. And he's a professional trumpet player, just trumpet player in Tokyo. And uh, he introduced me to uh, the bass player, the, the legend, Isao Suzuki. And then, um, yeah, he introduced me to Isao Suzuki and uh, I joined the band. So that was a very my first career to be as a you know get paid gigs like so be as a professional musician that, that was very first time when I was eighteen with Isao Suzuki. 
Okay. Yeah. Thanks. So let's continue. Yeah. So you were, um, you were talking about, yeah, you were going to those. So this was the, you were in third year in high school and, um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. And the other hand, uh, when I was high school students, I got a lesson, uh, with, uh, Yoshiaki Miyanoue, uh, he's master player, master jazz guitar player. He's plays like you know playing with his thumb, like West Montgomery style. And um, yeah, yeah, I took a lesson with him for two, three years, and um, he was really hard bop, like like fifties bebop and sixties hard bop type of you know his thing was like that so he always yeah told me like you know how to play bebop on his lesson and then after that when i joined the band of isao suzuki and isao suzuki his music is like more like more like free improvisation free and more like funk funk funky style music so yeah those were totally you know not my style at that time because you know i only studied more like viva style so so learning viva with my teachers and after that after that, uh, when I became uh, a professional musician, uh, the first experience was more like free type of music. So that was really huge lesson to me because you know I learned, yeah, lots of things, but other a professional career for the first time totally different type of music so yeah so that was really good experience to me i think yeah yeah right so i guess you had those like two different styles um you know the one that you had studied and then the one you were just you were just kind of learning as you were playing and so like when you joined that band were you guys playing a lot of gigs and like were you making money and stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that time Isao Suzuki was 77 mm-hmm. years old. And yeah, we had a one, two gigs in a week in Tokyo or in out of the city. So the very first touring experience was, yeah. Also, when I was 18, when I was high school students. Yeah, that was good memory. Oh, it's Nagoya. I'm here for the first time with playing music. It's, it was amazing. It is amazing. It was like that. <laughs> right. Yeah, that must have been a yeah, great experience as, as a young musician, getting to travel and play and make some money. Um, and like you said, maybe a lot different than a lot of your classmates. Um, so like when it was coming up time to graduate, um, I guess you were going to, uh, you were going to Meiji Gakuen, right? So then what were you thinking? Like, were you thinking, oh, okay, I got to go to university or you're thinking, oh, maybe I can, I can be like professional musician. Um, what, what were you thinking about that? Yeah, that high school of mine was also Meiji Gakuin High School. And um, it, yeah, so if you mm-hmm. are in a Meiji Gakuin High School, it goes to, uh, it goes to university, a uh, university naturally, like, so no exam and just, just naturally going. <laughs> it's an easy, easy way. Right, yeah. So... So that's why I could, uh, I could enter the university, but I went there just for only five weeks and I quit. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 So my parents was like, almost like crying that day. (laughs) (laughs) So like, was that, was that 
always like your plan or like did you think like when you started okay i'm gonna like what what did you what were you studying when you started at the university oh yeah 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 because yeah yeah because from when i was 15 when i started playing guitar that time already uh i had a my mind to be a professional musician so that was my dream and then yeah when i was 18 i joined the band isao suzuki mm-hmm. and um, touring in japan and um, yeah it's a really dangerous thinking but that time i was really like oh i can be a musician just easy <laughs> yeah because i was young my thinking was also young so so that's yeah. what yeah yeah i talked with mm. my parents yeah, yeah i can i can be a professional guitar player so you know i don't need to go to any university it, it doesn't make sense like that <laughs> it's an early yeah it's a it's a young thinking but yeah but i still i love the choice of that time yeah yeah so and then 2011 when i was 20 uh i got a chance to record my debut album yeah yeah so i met uh i met a guy the producer of my debut album i met him in intro as well so intro is really key to me power spot can you talk about the experience of meeting the producer and then recording that album yeah 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 so the producer's name uh is yoshimitsu harashima harashima san harashima san uh is really mentor to me uh he produced my album my debut album and my second album so yeah he was producer but now was like producer like he didn't yeah he didn't say any opinions in music so i can i could make records by more my almost like by myself so yeah so he's really open-minded people open-minded person so yeah he let me just you know just doing naturally so the first album and second album was yeah produced by him but more like he's just he's just seeing me and then taking a really good care to make records right yeah but he yeah but he passed away uh maybe like seven years yeah 2015 he passed away Mm. so yeah but yeah but we were really good friends and then i wrote a song for him after his death Mm. uh it called one year later it is in my uh, stereo champ first album one year later the song is dedicated for him mm. right mm. so yeah. he was one of those yeah big big figures that really helped your career get going yeah 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 that's right yeah so then okay so right yeah this point you had decided, okay, I'm not going to go to university. And then you kept playing with the Suzuki band. And then you got the chance yeah. to uh, make your own album. And I yeah, think you yeah, had right. you had a lot of success with that album too, right? I think uh, you won or it won an award like uh, album of the year for um, mm-hmm. like Rising Star Award. Yeah, 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 yeah. You must have you been getting a lot of work at that time too, right? yeah 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 so after released album uh i got a so much so many chance to play 
like like lots of venues in all over in Japan, like like mm-hmm. like Blue Note type of um, yeah, and then yeah, lots of gigs, and then really it was really thankful. It, it, it was really huge lesson to me, you know, playing lots of gigs and playing with lots of different people. Yeah, so that's always huge lessons <laughs> for musicians, every musicians. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of want to jump to like around this time too. This is this is when you decided to go to um, America. Yeah, you decided to go to Berkeley. So how did how did that opportunity um, come to you? Yeah, it was also unique. Uh, yeah, Berkeley. There is some yeah exam for getting students, uh, and my friend, the bass player, uh, decided to no my so yeah the the bass player tried to uh, try to how can I say do the apply exam or do the exam the, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah apply yeah yeah apply yeah yeah apply. And um, and he asked me to play the guitar for my exam for yeah. for Berkeley yeah. exam, and then in I accept that date, and then after that I was thinking like, oh yeah, I wanna do the exam as well, <laughs> and then I applied after that, and then yeah. I, I I did the exam, and then got a scholarship, and then went to Berkeley. So, right, yeah. So that must have yeah, yeah, yeah. That must have been you know exciting, and like, were were you a little bit surprised, or um, how was like you know going going to America? Um, mm-hmm. Was that was the program for four years, or how long was the two years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also quit the Berkeley too. <laughs> so I just went there for three semesters. So yeah, so I lived there in Boston, like almost like two years, and then mm-hmm. went three semesters and and I quit. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah what... Every time, every moment, I'm not good at going to school. <laughs> How yeah. how how was that experience like? Um, yeah, 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 that was, was it, great. Was it difficult as well. Like how how was uh you know going to the new country and the new language and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, yeah. Because America and Japan are really different types of nationalities, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm. but great memory of my Berkeley was uh, taking a lesson with Mick Gutrick. You know him? Uh, the really uh, the famous professor of guitar at Berkeley School. Mm-hmm. The Mick Gutrick. Yeah, he is also my mentor. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So him is my best experience at Berkeley. <laughs> so I guess but when yeah, he is also passed away. When you were there, uh, like your main focus mm-hmm. was just uh, on music and getting better and learning from the teachers and things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then also jamming with the. Uh, with friends, yeah, and then doing gigs in. Did you? Yeah, did you get the Boston? chance to? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did yeah, you get yeah, the yeah. chance to meet a lot of people and uh, do some collaboration and 
jam sessions and things like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is some clubs in famous clubs was called uh, Wallys W A L L Y hyphen N S Wallys is a famous jazz jamming spot every day, every night. So yeah, so I went there quite often. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. And then, okay, so yeah, you. I guess you learned a lot there, but uh, like you said, you also you also quit. Uh, why? Mm-hmm. Why did you? Uh, why did you think like I should go back to Japan, or what? What made you uh, want to want to stop uh, stop Berkeley? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, after going to Berkeley. Uh, I moved to New York for half years, half year, yeah, six months in New York, and um, I spent mm-hmm. all my money in New York. So, <laughs> so yeah, and then yeah, I just went back because you know I spent all my money in New York, and <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I guess, uh, I yeah. guess. New York like has a yeah. very high reputation um for you know the live jazz scene and yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. professional jazz musicians were you able to yeah. uh were you able to play a lot of gigs and mm-hmm. meet a lot of people in New York also In New York not so much cuz I used to live there for just yeah. a half year so yeah I did just few gigs there so not like you know playing so much stuff in new york like like some doing some few club gigs and a few party gigs and get a little money so like yeah i guess was your was your like initial like plan when you moved there you just wanted to experience it and then maybe see Mm -hmm. Uh, see what you could do or see if there was possibilities there yeah 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 so the thing i was thinking like so if i if i decided to live in new york it goes like more than 10 years to be other you know normal new york right professional player more than 10 years i think yeah so 10 years so that time i thought 10 years is yeah too long for me or just not so long to me and at that time i was thinking like 10 years is sure, too long sure, sure, so sure. yeah i get back so then yeah 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 getting back to the country and right. doing other things Right. Yeah. I guess when you got back to Japan, did you kind of like start right away just uh, collaborating uh, and playing and uh, recording? Did you jump like straight back into it or did Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then the lucky point of my was I met almost all the guy all the jazz all jazz guys in tokyo when i was teenager because i went to lots of jam spot and yeah so so yeah mostly mostly uh after graduating school uh leave leave the city and then getting connection with musicians but in my case, in Tokyo, uh, I already had, yeah, connection with musicians and clubs. So, yeah, so that was really easy to get back to my country and start career. Yeah, so that was the right. Yeah, yeah, you already of my... kind of had all the contacts and knew the people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah that. Yeah, I guess that's a lot yeah, easier. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to ask you then, um, you know, so you were you were playing um 
with a lot of different bands. You know, you had your solo, and then I think eventually, like you, you started, yeah. you started Stereo Champ, kind of as like your own, your own group. Um, yeah, what, yeah, what yeah, year? Yeah. What year did you start that? And like, why, why did you think to start your own group? Yeah, uh, Stereo Champ started, I think, two thousand seventeen. I think, and mm-hmm. yeah, that time uh, I want to I want to get a more like strong, strong band. So I chose yeah the members. Uh, they all playing I don't know how to say they they their their own music are really feels like really big wide open mind and yeah yeah and a strong strong I don't know how to say strong spirit ah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah I can understand yeah yeah of course like of course, they're all like really skilled, but they're also like really o- open and open-minded. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and then not like yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why I formed a band. And yeah, and then released two albums. And the first one called Stereo Jam, two thousand seventeen. And the second one was Monolite, which is in 2018. And four years taking a break. <laughs> and yeah. And yeah. And getting back to Stereo Champs in this year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. With the, with the new album. Um, yeah. So. I guess like of course like there's a lot of reasons um for that big break you know um throughout throughout the pan- pandemic yeah. you know and corona for a lot of people a lot of musicians it must have been yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit hard um yes. yeah. and now now I think it seems like uh, a good time to you know start promoting a new album yeah, yeah, and yeah. playing again and getting you know a lot Mm-hmm. a, a yeah. lot of fans interested in coming to shows again um yeah true yeah so with right. with the new album with the new album elements uh mm-hmm. what was you know when when did you record that one and like what was what was your goal with the new album things like that yeah i started to write a song for the elements uh two thousand. 22 February, the first song. Uh, the first song was The Skip Rope was coming for the first in this album. So almost like the album, the production is almost like one year product. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I started a song. I started writing a song on 2022 on February. And yeah, in four months until June or until July two thousand twenty-two, uh, I finished the writing a song for the album. So started to record in summer uh, until the end mm-hmm. of last year, and then after that, uh, we went to. A process of mixing, mastering in this early in this year and album, yeah, it's done on April, May, and then released on June. Yeah, it's almost like a, a one year product. So quick. Right, right. Um, I'm I'm interested. I'm interested also uh, in the in the label. Uh, Reborn Wood. Um, mm-hmm. How long have you been working with them? And do you know do you know them really well? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So working with Raybone Wood was the very first one was also Stereotamp's the Stereotamp album. So I started to collaborate with them yeah in 2017 as well and we made a lots of albums. So Reborn Wood is kinda really fresh, kinda really new in the label in Tokyo. Uh, I think it they started a company I think two thousand fifteen or something. And yeah, and I worked with them from two thousand seventeen. And yeah, so they're really focusing on Japanese young jazz type mm-hmm. musicians. So yeah, yeah, they are really open mind people too. So not like not like so much for like selling. Not not like I don't know how to say. Not so much for business just making a good hmm. uh, records and, um, for the future. So they're releasing lots of young artists. So uh, yeah, good music in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. I've been, I've been checking out some of the artists yeah. uh, on that label and it seems like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, it's, kind of more like new and exciting yeah. and the artists have more control, yeah, yeah. more freedom. Yeah, really freedom so, level. <laughs> um, definitely, definitely yeah. for people listening to this, check out, uh, yeah. check out Reborn Wood also. Cool, yeah. So uh, I, I guess for yourself, like, you know, yeah. you've got a lot of demand uh, to play in other groups. Um, you've got a busy schedule and you know collaborating how do you like mm. how do you always like balance this time and use like um stay kind of motivated and stay oh, yeah. inspired to you know keep 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 sharp keep learning keep growing like how how do you how do you keep going when you're always like so busy just yeah one thing i can say is like just love the music every time. So I'm always, yeah, looking for something new music that, which I don't know. So I'm always, you know, it, it is like explore, uh, always checking the music and then, yeah. So for me, it's like, yeah, the key of how I love music is, yeah, just be, just be a big music music fan. Yeah, that's cool. So like, are you still um, listening to a lot of albums? Are you still going to a lot of live shows? Um, do you have like some favorite artists these days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As I said, like I always looking for new music which I don't know. And then when I when I am day off, yeah, I always go to check some show in the city. Yeah. And recently I really love the music of the Salami Rose, Joe Louis. It's a track maker and singer-songwriter from, I think, LA. Salami Rose, Joe Louis. She's really nice. Mm-hmm. I love the piano player from Argentina. Uh, his name is Mono Fontana. And I'm getting into so much about uh, do you, you know Augustus Pablo the reggae musicians oh okay I don't know I'll check it reggae musician Augustus Pablo I found his music just uh, two or three days ago and he really 
amazing music there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm always, nice. you know, checking. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just just be as a fan, music fan. Nice, nice. Yeah, I think that's important. Uh, like you said, not yeah, only and also, a, yeah, if I find something new stuff which I don't know, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, not yeah. only not only jazz yeah, music. Yeah. yeah, like you said. Yeah, and trying to play. Lots of like, like trying to play the different instruments as well, which really helps you in music, you know. Yeah. So, for example, yeah, I'm a guitar player, so yeah. But playing piano is really helpful. Oh, okay. So did you did you go? You started to play piano again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For composing. Or just for having for having fun, yeah, playing piano, playing drums, playing bass as yeah. well. So, yeah, learning other other instruments are really cool for, yeah, yeah, cool for every musician. Yeah, I think yeah, I think that's a good point. Uh, I, I'm curious, like, you know, you've got a lot of experience with um the japanese mm. jazz scene and like japanese jazz is famous in the world like there's so many so many jazz yeah, yeah, cafes yeah, yeah. so many um you yeah, know yeah, jazz yeah. spots um like what what's your feeling like on japanese jazz like in the world like you think it's um at in a really good spot yeah i think japanese japan is really yeah really specific because you know lots of clubs in tokyo and in, in everywhere everywhere in japan uh yeah so there is so many clubs and so many musicians in tokyo but yeah still japanese jazz scene is really yeah, unique, cause uh, they have some community, I, I guess, uh, which is like so. Mm-hmm. If you if you go to if you use the train of Chuo Line in Tokyo, Chuo Line's music is more like more Japanese free spread of music and if you go to more more if you go to visit Shibuya, Shibuya is more like more like street. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. In Tokyo there is lots of clubs and lots of area and then <laughs> you can choose uh whatever you want so if you want to see more like experimental music just go to shinjuku or just go to yeah the yeah so they have they they have the area and then it is really interesting to me yeah right yeah there's all all different styles all different genres, different, different maybe um, crews and uh, members. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, visiting Japan, uh, they should really, you know, explore all the different areas if if they're a jazz fan. And then I guess maybe if, if you could give some advice, you know, like a lot of people listening to this are maybe want to come to Japan or visiting Japan. So like it's, it must be a little bit different, you know, if, if you're Japanese and you've lived in Japan a long time, but for example, um, if you're coming from America and you're a jazz player, do you think, um, it's, it's easy to start to play jazz and join some jam sessions? Um, like what, what kind of advice would you give? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we have lots of jam session plays. So, uh, yeah, if you are musicians, uh, just come to Tokyo and go to some jam place. So, which is really helpful to get a musician friend in Tokyo. So, yeah, I recommend a place for if you are, uh, if you are really more like serious jazz player. Uh, yeah, I highly recommend intro. Yeah, and then if you play something more like, if you are more like playing more, if you want to play more groove types of music, uh, electric ginger and ropongi is really mm-hmm. open for that kind of music. And, and recently, my favorite place is Kohaku in Shibuya. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a uh, yeah. It's a uh, thirty seats just bar, and yeah, they have gig every night, and always some yeah great young cats playing there, and also in midnight sometimes jam is happening. In midnight sometimes so yeah yeah if you come to kohaku in midnight and if i if i will be there just you know j- just just let's jam there <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nice nice yeah. yeah i think i think like you said before uh that was one of the things that really helped you and really got you started just uh coming out and jamming and meeting people yeah yeah Yeah. that's the most yeah important thing yeah just it's kind of like a more social music like how to Mm. yeah how to communicate with others yeah so that's the interesting point of jazz and music so yeah that's why i love just you know how to how to communicate and how to be with uh, the situation and the people yeah so if you are if you are open mind people that's perfect <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah 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 i think especially all the yeah. imp- improvisation and yeah uh, yeah like yeah reading one another and um kind of like you say communicating yeah, yeah, through yeah. music with one yeah, another yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's really kind of a special thing yeah yeah, jazz yeah music yeah cool so um i gotta i gotta thank you for this chat i know oh, uh, like so much. Yeah. you're really busy and you yeah you just you just released the album you just were doing a lot of touring um like for yourself do you uh do you have some like goals and plans and things that you want to do, uh, you know, this year or next oh, year? Yeah. Like, are you always thinking? Are you yeah, always yeah, thinking yeah. ahead? Yeah. So uh, I'm planning to visit Euro on this November, next November. So yeah, I got a chance to play in London Jazz Festival uh in november 17th yeah mm-hmm. i think yeah so i'm gonna be yeah oh nice there. nice and i also i'm also trying to book other countries as well so yeah and yeah the other hand yeah i i will make the new record with my new quartet which is uh, called Tokyo Quartet, Tokyo Quartet, uh, which features uh, the David Bryant, uh, the piano player from New York, and Marty Holobeck, the bass player from Australia, and Shun Ishiwaka, uh, a drummer from Hokkaido. And we yeah, we met at Tokyo, so the band called Tokyo Cult Quartet. So I think I'm, I will release the Tokyo Quartet album next year. So I'm 
in the process of uh, writing song right now for the new also Stereo Champs new album uh, maybe next year it's gonna be coming yeah I'm oh, writing nice, a song nice. as well yeah yeah so <laughs> I'm doing so, two albums yeah. right now yeah <laughs> always yeah always always busy yeah but, just uh, just you know just just love the things yeah making yeah uh, yeah I think that's 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 the main thing I think like you yeah, said yeah you, you you gotta love it and um you know you clearly love what you're doing love yeah, the yeah. music love, yeah. love the people yeah that's the beauty of life <laughs> <laughs> nice so yeah i just have uh two final questions yeah. that i ask every every guest thank you uh, okay. if, if that's cool with you so yeah. um like this as this podcast is called the inspirations podcast yeah. uh, the questions are about that so mm -hmm. uh the first question is uh what is what is something or maybe someone mm -hmm. uh, i think you've mentioned a few people in our talk yeah. so yeah. like what's something or someone that's really inspired you or really helped you in your career oh yeah yeah if i choose one yeah i would say like yeah isao suzuki is my uh biggest influence in music yeah he's really yeah he's really unique guy and playing bass by his own language and his personality is really funky. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, my biggest memory. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, yeah, if I close my eyes, I can still hear his voice and his playing. So, yeah, it's all Suzuki. Is a yeah the biggest for me. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. I think like you said, um, he was a big kind of help yeah. in your career too. Yeah. Okay, I gotta I gotta thank you. Yeah, I gotta thank you one more time, mm -hmm. May. Uh, yeah, it was really great chatting to you today, mm -hmm. and um, you know, best of luck to you in the future. I know. You've got many projects and a lot of good music for people to listen to. And I'm going to continue to support you and follow your music. So, yeah, thank you so much. Oh, thanks so much. Yeah. That was May Inoue. And this is James Malian with ADSR Inspirations. Until next time, thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. It's James again. So there's our chat with May Inoue. Unfortunately, the original ending got cut off and lost, but... Hope you enjoyed the bulk of my talk with him and what made it into the recording. I'll speak for him here as at the end of our original chat that got cut off, he mentioned he was inspired by some of his mentors in the jazz world that gave him the chance to play, the people that he's worked with and continues to work with. He mentioned some of those names earlier in our chat. And in addition, he also mentioned that he was humbled and blessed to have such amazing fans that he feels he's able to communicate and have a dialogue with around the world through his music. He also mentioned a number of upcoming shows, so make sure to get onto his website, mayinoue.com, that's M-A-Y-I-N-O-U-E.com, also his Instagram May Inoue 0514 and his Twitter is May underscore I-N-O-U-E 0514. Make sure to also grab that new Stereo Champ album available on Amazon, YouTube, Spotify, and everywhere else. You can buy music. I'm really impressed with the album myself and itching to see May live any chance I can get. Okay, I'll leave it at that for today's episode. We just have a couple more to go in our season two. Hope you've been enjoying these chats once again. 
Thanks to Sean for doing the production work and Leona for doing the art and socials. If you like what we're doing, make sure to drop us a line on Instagram, Facebook, or X. Everything is at ADSR pod. Until next time, as always, thanks for listening. Stay inspired.